Hello and welcome to Bluebells Forever, a podcast with interviews of Bluebell dancers past and present. Join Sherry Lewis, a Bluebell herself, as she leads us on a journey through story and experience. And now here's Sherry. So I get Michelle back. I think this might be number four in a way, because I interviewed Michelle Brown Jennings for her first interview way back like a year ago. Yes. And then I had you back for Circle Back. And then just last night, we did a little interview for Hannah's Showgirl and Training Series, where she got to ask you some questions, ask a bluebell so she could ask about your life. And then she's getting ready to go to Paris. So this like, yeah, I've got to interview you a lot of times. So it's always like, there's more, 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 more. And I know yep. you told me in your first interview that your sister danced and I'm like, oh, that's a great story. And then it got brought up again. I'm like, okay, now we got to hear this story because Lisa Brown, younger sister by what, four years? Yes, yeah. by four years, my younger four sister, years. even though she's taller than me and everyone always thought she was older. Really? Because you're really tall. How tall are you, Michelle? Uh, 5'11". 5'11". And then Lisa, how tall are you or were you? I don't think we've all probably lost a little bit. I think I'm six one. Wow. And then you've got another sister that danced that just, you said she was short. She says there's only five, eight, which to a lot of people, five, eight is tall, but like in the bluebell world, five, eight is like not, not quite tall enough. Right. Jennifer. Jennifer. Yeah. A little sister, Jennifer. Wow. And so both you grew up in Australia, but right now I have Michelle who is on the West coast in Washington where I live. But from Australia and then Lisa is in Paris. So even yeah, getting our time zones together to interview is tricky. Yes, so that was <laughs> <laughs> so how would you would you guys like just to share a little bit of like what it was like growing up in Australia? Where what part of Australia are you Mel- Melbourne? Sydney. Sydney, oh, Sydney, Sydney. Yeah. Sydney. I'll let Lisa tell her story since I've told mine a few times. Yeah, what kind of where they overlap we'll, we'll go into I'm that. interested to see her point of view too. What about growing up in Australia? Yeah, oh, dan- had- yeah growing up dancing yeah. and how that was. And- yeah. oh, it was it was a fabulous childhood. Just, uh, you know, our dance school was from just around the corner from where we lived. So we used to walk to, to dance school. And, uh, you know, it was fr- through mom uh, and uh, that, that, that got us into dancing. And uh, my dad being so um, understandable about the whole thing, I guess, too. There's three girls, uh, three dancers and... Uh, cutting a long story short, you know, we, we'd go to school and uh, go to dance class uh, every other afternoon. And then all days, Saturdays, I remember. Uh, I can remember in the beginning, too, um, coming home from school and, and, and Michelle taking us. We were that young. Oh, yeah. I would have to take them, yeah. get them in their dance clothes. Sometimes that yeah. was a battle, but yes. <laughs> After school, because mom and dad were working. So, yeah. Walk them uh, down to the dance studio, sit and watch in private lessons, because we had private uh-huh. lessons, too. But on top of your regular schedule. Yes, because we, we competed in competition. So that was when you did your solo numbers. Yeah. Did you, um, were you always in different classes until you got older? Or did you get to be in the same classes or was it always that age difference had you in different levels and different schedules? It was age difference, but then we also had troops. We also had group, group dances at our, our school dance. We would all uh, dance in the same uh, number before for competitions you know because there was individual competition for us, what we called the Steadfords there and then we had uh, school competitions where uh, each school had their particular 
numbers where we would all be in the same dance. So there'd be like ballet, tap, and jazz. Mm-hmm. So it was yeah. all, it was pretty big for us. Yeah. Pretty big. Well, <laughs> it took up every moment of our lives outside of school yeah. pretty much. Really? Yes. Wow. Well, and our parents too, just, uh, you know, mum mom taking us to, to each of Stedford every other weekend and uh, dad helping making the, the props. You know, oh my gosh well then i saw uh, michelle sent me a picture of you with your younger sister in your yes. costumes they're all different costumes but you said your mom made the costumes yes like, okay she was really good at it because those look like professional because i just yeah. know like i used to teach in the studios that did competitions and how expensive that was having one kid in it but if you've got yeah. three daughters dancing uh, yeah you'd have to have like four jobs sometimes to keep it going but- Sometimes I think she was up till four in the morning, you know, sewing and stuff. I can recall that. And, uh, you know, just like from the next day, you, the, 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 the costume would be ready. And <laughs> also, too, I don't know, she was amazing. I don't think she slept down, Mum. She also used to wear a costume that Michelle wore that I needed for uh, something else. She would transform it. Really? Like with, or two, yes. Like when Michelle went through the Lido, I was about 12. So um, I got her, her beautiful dance costumes and uh, mum transformed them in some way to make them. Yes, because you couldn't wear exactly the same costume. Right. Have, you know, its own identity with the next dancer. Yeah. So we... we mm. Oh, go ahead. Racing. No, I was just saying that we, we just had amazing parents uh, that, you know, mum was... Uh, 100% behind us. Dad was too, but he was he was more like uh, he didn't come to every Estedford, but he was there to. He made our tap shoes. He made our taps for our shoes. That's that, right. That you remember stuff I don't remember. That's why it's fun to like perk up the le- memory. Like, because uh, you'd been you, you left for Paris. Uh, we were 12, and we were still at home dancing. So this is stuff I remember from when you left and onwards. When I was a little bit older. Uh, yeah, he, my, our parents were really, really, really there all the time. They were really present. Um, and, uh, we, we had, we were lucky with that, you know, on top of, yeah. on top of school as well. And I can remember one point dad said to me when I was about 10, he came up to me and he said, you don't want to try tennis. <laughs> <laughs> and he tried to get me to play golf in the backyard. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think I said no, or I can't remember what I said. So it ended up, you know, that was a question. Do you want to put it? Yeah, because we were pretty good at what we did. So he said, oh, they're good. They're good at <laughs> well, you hear like a lot of times one sister does it and the other one kind of drops out either if they're competing with each other or they just find something else. But to have three daughters that go on to dance professional, I don't, I don't know if I've heard that ratio before. So they're also the joy of it too, to be really supported by your family sounds like. You were celebrated for doing it instead of it. Like just here's something we do to keep our kids busy and out of trouble. Well, for me, it wasn't like uh, competition with my sisters. It was more, I was in admiration of my, my big sister. Oh. She, she went to, she went to Paris when I was 12. So can you imagine at the Lido and that for me is. mm. Yeah. I want to, I want to talk about all that. Um, of what that was like to watch her go step into that. But did your, you said your mom danced too when she was younger? Was it just, she took class or was she serious about it or? No, I think it was just class and it didn't last for long. I don't know how long it went for, but it was her and her sister. And, you know, mom, mom and her sister, they loved uh, 
all the Fred Astaire movie. I mean, we we grew up with all that as well. You know, all the black and white uh, Fred Astaire, Ginger Rogers, all that. It was is all part of our, was all part of our, our education in some ways. And you know, on Sunday, yes, Sunday. Now, movies. Auntie would uh, get the uh, telly guide out and highlight when all those movies yeah. were on so that she could let mum know so that she would make sure that we were able to watch them. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, they're so different than now you can stream everything then. You yeah. had to be very deliberate to, yes. to find those and watch those. Wow, that's a really sweet beginning. And you, Did mm-hmm. you have time for anything else? Did you do things outside of dance or that was your go to school and dance, live, breathe? Yep, that was pretty much it. That's all. I mean, that's all I wanted to do. Yeah. So, Michelle, I know many people haven't heard your story. How, what made you leave to go pursue the professional career? Did you how did you know you're going to head to Lido one day, or was it? I know some people are accidentally there. Like, how how was it that you me? Ended up there? Are you asking me or yeah. Lisa? Oh, me. You, yeah, um, I want to follow that. How? how yeah. So for it. me, I always knew I either wanted to perform either I used to stand in front of my mirror and act out so I didn't know if it was going to be acting or dancing um but I wanted to do something in the performance area and one day my auntie comes up with her teleguide she said there's a special with um uh what's his name the singer that was at the Lido um Tom uh oh shoot I can't remember his name that's terrible um Shirley MacLaine there was a Shirley McLean special and Tom Jones, Tom Jones. Yes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Sorry. And uh, so I sat there on, I forget it was in the evening around Christmas time. And we watched that and I was like, I'm going to do that. So that's kind of, and then I had to figure out how do you get there? Because, yeah. you know, and we found out there was a dance teacher in Newcastle, Karina's dance teacher, who would audition the girls and send them over. I went to an audition out there three weeks later. Wow. I know just hearing that extra little bit about your aunt circling the, (laughs) which ones to watch. They've heard other people, I think it was New Year's. They said like the the Lido would do a special on New Year's where people were exposed exposed to it that way that I, cause I never saw anything like that. I'd see the Rockettes, like the Radio City Music Hall, like Thanksgiving in America, we would see that, but never ever saw anything like the Lido over here I, I don't maybe I just missed it but I don't know that we had that that glimpse into what that life was like so you were really young when you went weren't you yes oh. I was uh 16 and a half yeah wow so, and- still in high school <laughs> decided did my four years in high school and then uh got the job and my dad obviously well it'll always be there uh you know, this is before he found out I got the job. Uh, you really should finish high school, two more years, that's all you have. And then, you know, the next day she calls to say, Miss Bluebell calls to say, uh, it was actually a telegram sent. Uh, I would like your daughter to be there in three weeks. And then my dad was like, this is one in a million chance. Back then it felt like that. You know? Oh yeah. Um, you should go do it. I'm like, yes, I am dad, I'm going. <laughs> At 16 and and half, I, my mom I was, was I got my own room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the perk. Bye-bye, Michelle. I get your room and yep. your costumes. <laughs> yeah, because she used to have to share with Jennifer. So she she moved into my room. 
she got upgraded. For me, it all went on. It all went too quickly. I didn't know. I mean, we didn't really. I was only 11, 12, and, and Jennifer was only like 10. And we didn't realize you were going until you literally left, basically. Right. Right. And, uh, so well, it, it happened was, so fast. It was literally uh, do the audition, yeah. and three weeks later, I was in Paris. Yeah. yeah. So I think what Karina I, was really young too, because I th- they they can't do that now legally, but it's just to hear at sixteen. Mm-hmm. Because I always go back to like, what was I like at sixteen? I cannot imagine myself moving across the world like that. And I know that I know. You know, they made sure you had a roommate to take care of you, right, and right. and there was those good things, but. But also some people, like, I just want to go, like, let me not do school. I want to go pursue this thing I want to do. And so to make kids say, wait till you go to college and do all that. It's right. like, yeah, I love that you got to go so young. So were you sending photos back, Lisa? Were you seeing, um, because uh, it wasn't um, probably video back then, you weren't seeing what she was doing. Did, what did you think? What did you know of what she was doing? Uh, well, I, I can't, well, she would send photos, but would, Michelle would always send us like, occasionally I would get little uh, letters with uh, sequins that had fallen off her costumes <laughs> and feathers. <laughs> oh. And, 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 you know, I think I kept them forever, but I don't know what happened to them now, but uh, it was for me, the most amazing thing. I remember you doing know? that. That's cute. Oh yeah. Oh. You used to send <laughs> us little uh, things that obviously fell off your costumes or, yeah, I, I definitely would imagine and, I would do that. Yeah, feathers and sequins and God knows what. It was just, uh, you know, in, occasionally we get that. And I was like, oh, my God, it's from Paris. It's from the Lido. And, and you know, we didn't, we didn't actually realise um, what it was exactly until um, mum and dad took us to see you with our cousin, our cousin Leone, who's also Oh, also a dancer. Yes. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. And a dance studio in uh, Sydney to this very day, actually. Yes. Wow. Yeah. We were surrounded by Leone Brown. <laughs> so so when, how long were you in the show, Michelle, before they came to visit? Uh, let's uh, see. Um, what year did you come, Lisa? It was, was, uh, it was two, 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 three years later. So was it, yeah. it was during Panache. So it would have been yeah. 84, 85. Yeah. My favorite, one of my favorite shows. Yeah. 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 And so that's we, when you auditioned, remember? Yes. I also auditioned, uh, when we went to visit you and, uh, they wanted me to stay <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, Mum and Dad said, "No, you're you're going home to to finish school, which I did. And then a couple of years after that, um, I came back. So I got the um, I got the audition. I actually phoned and and Pierre Rombert said, just come. <laughs> I didn't have to audition again. So it wow. was great. So what was it like for you, Michelle, to have your family come see you in the show? Was the whole family come? Yeah, Sister, the whole family came." Yeah, it was fantastic. Mm. Stayed in our small apartment. Yeah. yeah. Great. What was, was the great. reaction when they saw it? Because they'd seen video. I mean, they'd seen the the video of the show from the Shirley McLean. So they, it wasn't like a total surprise. Right. But to see their daughter in there, that must have been like. Well, and I think I'm, my parents were really proud. Um, yeah. uh, Lisa and Jennifer were still, you know, fairly young. I, I Honestly, it was so long ago. I don't remember what the reaction. <laughs> I, I, I'll, I can remember every. I'll tell you, I can remember okay. every minute of it because it was my first time uh, in 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 Paris. First time taking a plane. I was what uh, also sixteen, 
uh, Jennifer was 14, Leonia was 15. Uh, we got all dressed up. We were invited to the Lido for dinner and the show. And I think we then for the whole we, we stayed there for two months. And I think we went there every other night to oh, see wow. it. Almost. I mean, it wasn't yeah. that much. But um, we took uh, them to nightclubs. underage it was great and just all the parties and no but the the show was just amazing uh it was a real eye-opener for me because uh it's something I've never seen him before you know just being in Paris you know Paris is one of the most beautiful cities in the world you know and uh we we got the best of it because our sister worked in the show I was so proud to see her up there and we met everybody, meaning Karina and 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 even some of the the stagehands and the and the and the people working in the cell that I still know today. Really, that are still today that are still there today that are still working there today, and it's, it's a family. It is. Oh, it's a family. That's amazing. And, I do. And, I, I do. I do. I do forget that actually. Yeah. Uh, you know, front of house and back of house. It, yes. it was like a big family. We used to go out together, um, do our jobs together. Some of pe- some people got married together. You know, yes. um, it's definitely uh, definitely a big family. Yes, and and the people, you know, I went to see the uh, the opening show just uh, a couple of weeks ago, um, just to after the seventy five years there, and uh, I'm, I'm still seeing the people that worked with Michelle as well you know really? so it's it's family for me it's oh. my second family. and that's oh, why this- people like the burgesses uh, that, that family there is also our family because we've known each other so long and uh and even today you know with sylvana working in the show she she was so appreciated that i came to see the show the other night so yeah that's 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 how it is, and and seeing my when I was you know seeing my sister on stage, and and then you know she became principal and stuff like that. I was like, oh, oh my gosh, you know, it's I was so proud of her, and I'm sure mum and dad were the same. Oh, were you principal when they came, or after they had seen you in the show? Uh, you get moved up to principal. You were, yet? you were principal. I think I yeah I was an understudy or understudy like fourth yeah. understudy at the time. Oh no 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 that was wrong show sorry Panache yes I was principal then yes yeah oh. so I was, yeah I One was an understudy principal uh, the swing principal and uh, when they came to see me so I was able to ask hey my parents are coming can I you know yeah. do this position the show tonight so. Oh my gosh. And for them to be there a whole, that, that long time too, because it's probably seeing it once you can't take it in, but to go back and then to get to see front of house, back of house, to also know more like your life instead of just the magic of seeing it one time to see. Yeah. I think my dad got lost. I'll never forget. He went, he got up really early one morning and he went to get milk and he came back two hours later. And we're like, where have you been? Because, you know, we don't have cell phones. All he had was, he didn't even take the little Arondi small book with him. And um, he says, I got lost. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, at least you found your way back. Wow. Just for your family to do that, to go take that time to see you in the show and to take in where you're living too, because it must've made them feel really good to know that, you know, at 16, they let you go and you've made this life with this really good family around yeah. you looking out for you, but it must've made them feel good as parents to say, it's really good that they, they said yes to you going that young. You know, the leader, I'm sorry for cutting off, but Lido is very protective. Like 
even when I arrived, I was uh, 20, 20, 21. I, I had people um, uh, take care of me to find a, an apartment. You know, everybody's is like that when you arrive there and because you don't speak French and, and, and everybody takes care of you. The Lido, uh, I can recall Pierre Ombert, he was taking stuff. They take care of our paperwork. Uh, you know, it's, it's uh, you're for the first few weeks, you're not alone. Because mm, I can't imagine some place to stay, yeah. uh, put you up for a few weeks until you find somewhere. They'll help you find the place. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a family. When you auditioned, Lisa, did you do a private audition? Was it? It wasn't for Pierre yet, right? Was there? No, it was uh, when I when I was visiting Michelle. Uh, I think it was. I can't recall if it was private or not. It was. It was, it was, with, it was with Pierre. It was with Pierre. Yeah, on stage. Yes. Because I remember my mum and I and I was sitting in that first row there, and right. you auditioned on stage. He had somebody teach the choreography, but he was there. Yeah. And he came up to mum and he said, I'll take her. And that's when yeah. mum and dad were like, oh, yeah, not yet. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> they choreographed Michelle, didn't you? You, ta- you taught me and then they, you said, oh, I think this is what you're going to get. <laughs> so you taught me before. Oh, and did I? Oh, probably. <laughs> That'd be something I do. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the, some of the choreography from Pat Nash. Wow. From that- wow. So when, how old were you, Lisa, when you were visiting, when you I auditioned? I was like 16. So they, yeah. let, they let Michelle go at 16. Were they, was there a reason they didn't say go for it at 16 to go back and finish think, school? I just think they, they wanted me to finish school, which is, you know, I understood. Uh, not saying that they, they made the wrong decision for Michelle. It's just that uh, I think they found me a little bit more rebellious. Than mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, each, little- each daughter, different story. Just yes. a little. And you were just 16, December yes. 2nd birthday. So you had just turned 16. 16 so they thought it was a bit young. Yeah. Michelle was 16 and a half. She was a woman. Yes, correct. <laughs> <laughs> what was it like, Lisa? <laughs> Lisa, what was it like when you went back after seeing it and, and knowing that they would hire you? Did you go back with a different focus when you are back in dance classes and finishing school? Did you think you were working towards going back there or... Oh, uh, to be honest with you, uh, it was, uh, I wasn't straight away working to go back there. I was, you know, I went back to dance class and, and then, um, I don't know, I hit 18, I finished school and um, I got a normal job. I got a job to, you know, in, 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 uh, in an eyewear and uh, an eyewear place and, uh, I, uh, by the time I was 19 and a half, I, I needed to, I needed to leave Sydney. And I thought the way to, to do that would be to uh, have a job where I spoke a language, uh, saw a part of the Europe easier and uh, have a, be- a beautiful job to go with it. So, and it was a shame that I didn't get to work with Michelle at the time because she'd already left. Mm. But um, yes. And that was, uh, that was my decision. So I called Pierre Rombert and he said, come. Wow. So by uh, end of, uh, beginning of December, I called him. I was there in April next year, the year after. I remember, and I was so excited for you. I met you, I was still in Sydney and um, I was like, here, take my winter coat. 
I never got that. My expensive, <laughs> my expensive, um, uh, Jean-Paul Gaultier went to cut. You don't, you didn't need it. <laughs> but I do remember feeling so, when you told me I'm going to the leader, I, I remember yeah. we were in the city. I just remember that moment. I was so excited yeah. for you. Yeah, yeah it was great. So was Karina still in the show or was she gone too? So I know that she overlap was, of you friends and the sisters and the. Yeah. I saw, I saw a lot of uh, Marissa because we lived in the same building. Oh, really? Yes. And uh, so a lot of Marissa, uh, we lived in the same building. Uh, every Wednesday I go for their, to their place for dinner, her and Ben's. And I lived, I lived a few floors up in uh, La Défense and uh yeah, it's just uh, Marissa. Uh, yeah, we, we were like sisters. I think Karina was gone already, right? Yeah, Karina was gone. Yes, Karina was. Karina had to. Mm. Yeah, so it's all like uh, family. That's it's interesting too. Like that, Pierre. Like even a few years have gone by. Like yes, come. Because I've talked to a few people how Pierre was so good at um, seeing the how he saw beauty and who should be on the stage and who wasn't. And just to know that two sisters, maybe, you know, maybe, you know, you have that family beauty, well-trained and like at 16, if you pass that audition to two years later, like not make you re-audition, but sure. And also yeah. the work, maybe the work ethic too, that I hear from Aussie girls that of course, bring all your sisters. <laughs> but I, he, he, he um, knows how, you know, I was following in Michelle's footsteps. So he knew, he knew, he knew what Michelle was like and, and that's basically it too. Yeah. Uh, audition. Be, yeah, you still had to audition and, and be good because you could be the untalented sister because sometimes oh. that happens. <laughs> it could be true. But the fact that he saw me audition and uh, I guess with the training that we had, uh, he had confidence in that. That's what he was amazing for. And he was right because you became an understudy to Kate. He saw that and you were absolutely stunning on stage. I mean, Lisa's presence and face on stage, you know, was incredible. Yeah, yeah she was. And we have to clarify that was Kate Vanderleet, which I know she is highly esteemed in the Lido show. So to be her understudy, I was like, ooh, wow. So did Michelle, did you get to see Lisa in the show? Did you come back? Yes. To, okay. So, yeah, I lived with Lisa while I was in Normandy doing the show for Pierre. And so, um, yeah, during the week, you know, I'd see her go off to work every night. And I was, I was telling Sherry uh, earlier, Lisa, about when you were first learning Kate's under, you know, Kate's position to understudy her. Yes. And we were in the living room. <laughs> <laughs> Eating tortilla chips. And, and, and I was like, okay, show me what you're going to do. And, yeah. and you were showing me the choreography and I was like, okay, stretch this leg. Uh, Give me more yeah. pop. <laughs> yes, definitely. Good, good coaching. Yeah. Well, yeah, coaching. Um, uh, Marissa told the story of Karina coming to see her in the show and she was front and center and she was supposed to be very, it was this very sexy number. So she was kind of holding back a little bit because mm -hmm. Karina was in the audience. Karina's like, no, go for it. I think it's like <laughs> to, to see each other in that capacity is like, and, and still be in awe that you're, it's, that it is your sister, but they are a star up on the, on that stage. So Lisa, you, did you get to understudy a lot of the principal? For Kay, I was understudy seven years. Really? Yes. Wow. So what, how long were you at the Lido? 11. 
Was that panache the whole time or was there a changeover while you were there? Uh, I was I was at that time when I started Lido, it was uh, Brevissimo. Oh, okay. I, I did Brevissimo and then opened the new show, C'est Magique. Oh, wow. So between the two, you've got four shows covered there. Because you, you did Coco Rico, Panache, and then you did Brevissimo and C'est Magique. Which I've been yes. finding them on YouTube, which I didn't realize that I can access yes. and watch all these shows. Which Annie actually, when Anna, Hannah was over, I had her watch a few of the shows so she could see what the shows were like, and it was just uh, pulling up. And they're very different. And then even between, you know, they might change the look of it or the style, and how this show, current show, same or uh, Premier Bay, is very different than mm-hmm. not so much of the Showgirl Feathers. But I love it. I love the that cabaret can evolve and change, and still have the feathers. So how did you um, do any shows after that, Lisa? Or was that your, that's a good long run. I finished uh, 2003 and uh, and uh, Pierre, Pierre wanted me to stay on for uh, Bonheur, uh, which was the, the show after uh, Saint Magique. But uh, I think it was my time to to lay down my, my top hat mm. and I put my little <laughs> away because... Uh, I wanted a different, uh, I was what, 30, 34 years old, 33 years old at the time. And I, I needed a new, um, a new direction for, for work, you know, I yeah. think at the t- to, to put down the top hat, as you say. And, uh, and I wanted to leave by the, the big door as well. Mm. Yeah, Michelle and I were talking too, like how, how do you know it's the time to end? Cause some people, probably hang on a little bit too long where they're not enjoying it as much. And some people like, Oh, I probably had a few more good years in there. It's just a hard choice. And like, you have to really make it on your own. But I think a lot of us like, Oh, I really didn't end for the right reason. I uh, felt that, uh, you know, I was 33 and I had uh, time in front of me. I could go on again. I could go on again for another years. I could have done it. Although I feel that, uh, this time when you have to, to turn the page, even though from up until this day until the end of my life, it's in the blood. It's something that I will never, never forget. Yeah. Uh, dancing and the Lido and just all the cabarets is just something that's going to stay with me forever. And I think a lot of people can talk, a lot of people can say that too. Yeah. Uh, but forget. I don't think we'll ever forget feeling and uh, wanting to be on stage forever. It's, it's mm. something that let go although yeah. uh, a lot of people said to me you know why why haven't you started a, a dancing school become a teacher it's because I can't be on the other side of the stage I have to be on it that's my personal opinion the way I feel mm-hmm. and uh, that's why I went to, into something completely different and uh, not yeah. saying that I'm completely cutting off uh, my my connections to to dance it's just that uh, I couldn't be a dance dance teacher. I needed to be on stage. I still need to be on stage, and I and I express it in other ways. So, um, which is uh, at Cartier. Well, that's <laughs> yeah. the main reason. But when you get me on a, a dance floor, <laughs> <laughs> it all comes. Out. It's still there. Well, before we it's get, I want to talk there. about the reunion too. So, what did you do? What was your transition out of doing the shows? Did you have something in mind, or just had to end that before you could figure out what was next? Well, I just ended it. Well, just ended it. I, you know, I went home a little bit, you know, because our our mother was not well, and uh, then uh, came back and I met my my husband, 
today and then had children and then for the last for the first few few years you know had the kids so I was a very lucky mom to be able to stay home yeah take care of them which I really wanted them I wanted them mm-hmm. to do that and then finally when my little girl she was one and a half I decided to get itchy feet again but not for dancing mm-hmm. uh, so yeah I got accepted to the uh, the company of Cartier for for, for jewelry and and watchmaking and uh, went off into wow. to that area but it's it's almost not saying it's exactly the same but it's like uh, I'm a sales associate and it's almost like you're being on stage and you're and you're you're because you're selling and you're and you're you're doing something in, almost in front of a in front of a um, an audience in some ways so I've heard a few people say that jobs that most people wouldn't think of as performing, but if you're, if you are a performer, you are still, yeah, you're still performing. And, but if, if you look at it as a mundane job, it's a mundane job. Yeah. Like what you take with you. Um, I love that you said, uh, put down, you say, put, lay down your top hat. I've heard people say, hang up their G string or hang Uh, up their shoes. And I was like, uh, Oh, all the different, like I'm hanging up my rhinestone bra. (laughs) Like what symbolizes, like I'm no longer wearing these things. So what yeah. was the reunion like for you? Because I, I uh, loved being there and I was a bluebell, but I'd never danced in Paris. So I didn't know really that much about the Lido history until a few years before that. And then it still felt magical for me to see it and then uh, do the dance class on it and see the show. But I didn't have that same connection to that theater my- that, that you guys had. So what was that like? Had you been back since then? Because you're still living in Paris. You didn't leave Paris. Yes, yes I've been there quite a lot. Yes, and uh, because uh, some of the girls that I started with are now like Pierre's job, like Jane Sansbury. Yeah. And yeah. And oh, you did you work with Jane? Yes. Oh my gosh! Yes. Okay, that's really yes. cool. Yes. So it's all uh, you know Jane, and there's uh, Petra, and there's uh, uh, they've taken they've taken over the jobs that that Pierre and Stuart and all that had at the time. So like and, watching uh, everybody grow up, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Which that's what I've heard some really great things about the Lido. Like you, you have an off ramp if you're a dancer. That doesn't mean now just go away. If you're yeah. interested, they they have wonderful avenues to continue. But also, like you want people to understand that business, not like corporate people right. that are, are running it without understanding the heart and the legacy. That's something I wanted to mention yesterday when we we're talking with Hannah, and she had asked me the question about, um, you know, what advice would you give and networking. Networking is is like in any in any uh, job, um, yeah. Putting yourself out there and meeting people and networking and eyes open wide, because it definitely you know helps you in your life. Yeah. Wow. Well, I just know for networking for shows, it was so good because you would hear people that came in from another show, so then you'd find out about other great places to work or who was not good to work for or yeah things related to dance. Well, that's how we got our jobs back then because we didn't have the internet. Yeah. All just networking and word of mouth and knowing people. So Michelle, when you were done too, you were still working with Miss Bluebell directly. She was still hiring and yes. in charge of all that. Uh, so and Pierre, and Pierre, I mean, she had just, just had just recently phased out. Pierre had taken. Okay. Wow. And so they, they, did they want, did they offer you another job afterwards or were like when you're done, does it new contract is it's not a given that you're going to get to stay on or depends on what they're casting or. 
Well, um, when I was done, I, it was my choice to leave. Um, I wanted to move back to Australia. And then when I came back to France, it was my choice. I contacted Pierre and I sent him a tape of my singing. And then he had said to me, um, you know, he was going to produce this show in Normandy. And I was like, great. And so that's how I ended up back there. Um, and then when I had finished that, I was, I was ready to leave the dance world and um, go and do something else. But um, I'm sure if uh, I had wanted to, I could have said to Pierre, you know, I would like to do another contract. And if there's something available, you know, maybe, I mean, I really don't know, but maybe I'm hoping I would have been able to get a job back. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it's weird. I just, I told you, I found my journal from when I worked in Bermuda, different producer, but it was that like ending my career, trying to decide when I was ready. And then I'm, I'm reading a lot of grief in that, but I wasn't ready to leave, but it was hard to move back home and like, okay, I'm going to do a regular job. And some people are ready for that, but like, I did get offered a couple more smaller ones after, which helped me like kind of get it out of my system to see if I still really wanted to do it. So right. it, was, it, it was interesting to like look at my process of leaving the show and why and then okay I'll take one more job one more yeah. little job to see am I really done so when you called Pierre what was it of going back home that like I want to go do more like what was it that made you reach out to call to say I got one more in me oh well I was still dancing I was in Korea and I was oh, okay. singing I had changed from I was still dancing but I'd taken on the role of uh of the principal singer so I my idea was I want to move into more singing roles. And um, I just started sending my tape out to people. So I sent it to Pierre and thinking, oh, maybe I could sing at the leader. And obviously Kate was there and there wasn't a, a position, but he said to me, I am going to produce this show in Normandy. Mm. And he said, I would love for you to do it. And I was like, great. So that's oh. how I ended up back in France. Yeah, that was oh. great for me. Did you get to, then you guys lived together, right? Did you see? Yeah. yeah. Wow. So was you, you stayed in Paris and would go to Normandy like for the weekends? Right. Or? We would catch the train, uh, the fast train and just run up to Normandy. And we had, I could have stayed in Normandy the whole week, but there were only shows on the weekend because it's a, a casino type hotel. And so I thought, oh, I'm going to stay up here, you know, especially in the wintertime. Yeah. Um, so I would go back and live in Lisa's apartment, which was fun. Yeah. Did you still have some of your friends from previous shows that were still in Paris? Michelle, did you have that connection still or had most people yeah. moved away? Yeah, Stephanie two. Haggett was still working at the Lido, but you know, everybody's working. So um, I actually lived more of like a day life during the week and because uh-huh. my job didn't take me into all hours of the morning. So my routine was a little earlier in the day. So a lot of the time I would get up and go out because Lisa would sing, you know, mm. kind of keep that quiet. Um, and then uh, the same, most of my friends were working at the, were in show business, like Marisa and Ben. Um, so my, I, my, my time frame was earlier in the day. So I didn't really hang out too much with everybody just because of that reason, because they're all you know, mm. night owls. Yeah. <laughs> but so that sounds like a beautiful transition for you guys to get to have that time in Paris, even though you weren't doing the same show at the same time. Like yeah. to get to see Lisa in the show and for you to still be performing. It's really a, such a fun story. Yeah, and I got to go watch my sister on stage, which was lovely. Wow. wow. And me too. I used to get yeah. a little weekend. Sometimes oh, you I would go see my day oh off and go 
stay with Michelle in this beautiful hotel, the casino, the barrio, barriere, what was it called, the casino? Uh, I don't, I don't know what the casino is called. Hotel was the hotel. It's the barriere. Yeah. Is there, is there anything there now? Do they do yeah. oh, yeah. shows anymore? Oh, it's all the time. Yes. Oh my gosh. Because I'm coming to Paris with bringing Hannah. We're going to see if we can set up some auditions, depending on the timing of everything. But there's all these shows I had no idea because people, my generation, especially American, like, oh, the shows are all gone. I'm like, oh, no, they're not. Like, they're still the Lady yeah. of the Moulin. But then all these other shows, like, I want to go to, not Strasbourg. Is it Strasbourg? That has a, the Casino, is it Casino de Paris. There's a big show. I think so, yes. Yeah. That, that if they get that one back up. And there's all these smaller ones. So I want to do a tour all through France and just go see as many shows you, as I can. You should even just stop there if there not a if there's not a show on at that time because the theater in in um, the Hotel Normandy was I believe designed by Coco Chanel and it's beautiful little theater. Really, the oh right stage. Um, yeah, it's really lovely. Because when I came, I went to Paris. I went all by myself through Europe five years ago and only had two days in Paris, which was too crazy. Went to the Mulan, never made Toledo. And then when went for the reunion, I'm like, okay, I'm taking five days. Nah, that's like, you can't do anything. So now this yeah. time I go, I need a couple of weeks just to, just in that region. But I do want to go out and see all the shows and just see these theaters. And I'm hearing that there were, there's been cabaret this whole time. It didn't go away. It's just the big Vegas shows that I think some of the people right. have an attachment to. Those are gone in America, but they, it's been going strong in Paris. Yeah. So I'm you're sorry. younger. It's, uh, I'm going to have to go soon because one thing, my battery is going to die. And secondly, uh, I've, I've got uh, dinner. Well, Francois is going to help with dinner, but it's, it's getting a little, little late here. Do you need me for a little bit more? I think we can wrap this up here in a, in a bit. I think that we got some great stuff and that way we don't have to lose you on this. Yes. I do want to ask your younger sister, Jen, she yes. also went and pursued this, but not in, as a bluebell, but but did you guys overlap at all or was she way after you guys that she went and did her shows? Oh, Jennifer worked with Michelle. So where did you guys work together? Was that Hong Kong? Right. So uh, Korea, Seoul, okay. Korea, Sheraton, Walker Hill. Yeah. We worked in a, after uh, I left the Gold Coast, um, I went to do a contract in Korea and I told Jennifer about it. She auditioned, got the job. It was her first uh, dancing job, I believe. And she left her regular job to do it. And uh, we were there for 10 months. And then after that, she got another two contracts, but this time in Japan for the same, for uh, a different company. But um, yeah, so she did for about three, I want to say three years altogether. Yeah. And then after that, she she was done with that. She's like, okay, I've been there, done that. And um, went back to a normal job. Now she's a Stay at home mom with two teenage children in, in uh, not far from Brisbane in Australia. That's amazing. I would say you guys cannot be further apart. We've got Michelle over here in the US <laughs> on the West Coast, Lisa in Paris, and then Jen in Australia. That must be tricky to get together. But what a gift that all of you got to do that. And, and even the, um, the conversations, you're not speaking of some life that your sisters don't know about. They lived it. So it's you put yeah. that wonderful thing that that can still make conversations like yeah, I, think get I think for me it's great that uh they got to experience what i experienced and i i think when we went to the reunion f 
for me with Lisa being there, it was this feeling of she knows how I feel and I know how she feels. And we were both on stage. Oh my gosh. And that was like, it makes me, you know, tear up a little bit, but that was very, very, yeah. How about for you, Lisa? I think that's a good way we can wrap it up. Like knowing that your sisters, both of them, especially like with Michelle being on the same stage, how does that like now that that's not part of your life anymore, but how does that feel like it's kind of still keeps you guys connected? It's going to always keep us connected. It's something we've was born into us. I think Uh, you just having that uh, experience together is uh, all part of uh, our being so close as well. Uh, but even though we're so so far apart, we're still very close, uh, which is uh, which is amazing. And just spending the time uh, with Michelle at the at the reunion because she, I mean she spent hours and hours getting there, like other people did from all over the world, and uh, only stayed for uh, I think it was less than a week, and uh, just being able to 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 go there and and also too the the the, the little. Um, you know, we went to a, a party at Pierre's place and all the other things on, on, on top of that, you know, was just spending that time. It was so intense. It was magical. The mm. whole the, intense and, and, and magical and, and being to having to spend it, you know, with, with her was amazing. Mm-hmm. oh that makes me a little teary. That's because I went and I wish I came mm. back and I could explain it to people like why it was so magical. Because no one we just, in my world yeah. understands it. And so when I started in the podcast and I found people that got it, it somehow validated it, made it, it, it was good to share it with people. So that, that you guys got to have that career together and the reunion and understand. We were treated it. so well. I mean, the reunion was just amazing. Oh, oh you know, incredible. Yeah. Dinner, the show, the champagne, the photos before the party afterwards. And then just the whole <laughs> weekend for summers. But for some of the people, the whole weekend, I mean, I didn't do the whole weekend because I was closing down the Champs-Élysées. Oh, Oh, going to Pizza Pino. Yeah, (laughs) I went to Pizza Pino. Oh, God, because that's again, like I had never I'd been to Paris once. But for me, everything was like new magical. But for you guys, everything was magical because you had memories connected. Memories in this way. Yes, yes. Oh, thank you for both doing this. Cause I know like even getting our time zones is always the tricky thing, but I loved hearing your story. Cause it's just really wonderful to hear that you, you, that's going to stay in your life forever. When you guys are old ladies and you can still talk about your glamorous days on the Lido stage, and, uh, you've got someone who knows that part of your life. So, well, I'd do it all thank again. Yeah, yeah, me too. Because somehow do time machines. I want to go back with the wisdom I have now, but the body I had then. <laughs> and get to get to live that again and say look how I look got, how good you look look how good remember i gotta that. say just pulling up and standing in you know in a bevel you forget how difficult <laughs> that is to be honest it's not yes. that easy <laughs> oh, we used to just say, whip it out <laughs> yeah i did i taught a heels class lisa with two other teachers at my studio all very different styles so i asked michelle to come so she could like really showcase it and uh yes. yeah people people clapped when she beveled but I pulled her, I pulled her up front. I don't think she really was asking for me to pull her up front, but I was like, there was just like you, it was like, you never left the stage and yeah. you didn't have to kick your face. You didn't have to do anything, but just stand there and go, Oh, this is what she's talking about. This glamor that doesn't need to like overdo just to be. So yes. until we Definitely. bevel again, ladies on another reunion stage, 
um, take care of yourself. And I'm going to see Michelle Thank on you. Saturday because we're going to go see a show here. So yeah, super excited. All right, best to you. Yeah, well, we, we are next we time I'm in Seattle. Okay, Lisa. Oh my gosh. Yes, when you're in Seattle, I would love to get together. Yes. 100% for sure. That sounds good. Okay, okay. take care, my friends. Bye. Thank you very much. Bye.